Welcome to another episode of the For the Culture Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us. We're talking about the intersection of black culture and soccer. We've got your boys here. You got your boy Grego. Coach Tony is back on his squad, man. Like, yo, you can't be pulling the old Marcus Rashford. Actually, no. Hey, actually, yeah, Marcus Rashford. You can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. I need, I need another example. I need, uh, uh, yeah, Neymar. Can't be coming in and, and getting knocked out every other week, man. Hey, uh, I, I, I will say this. I was out on the injured reserve, literally. Uh, I Just like how the, the world has been sick from COVID and how our country has been sick from police brutality, racism, Coach Tony Tone was sick. So, you know, I'm trying to get, you know, my health in order and everything. And uh, I, I cleared a physical to come back to play. Uh, I actually did get a call from the doc today that I have been cleared on some things. So uh, I am back here in the ring, ready to throw them bows like we do down here. I still throw bows. Do you still throw bows? Is that, is- Yo, when I was a kid, I threw my bows and I gave people headaches. So I, I, try, I, try, I, try to, I try to keep it easy with my bows. Man. I'm still throwing bows, man. I'm sorry. I'm still throwing bows. Although I think my ass, yeah, I ain't got no ass. My elbows stay moist. <laughs> no ass there, but no, yeah, off the injured list, back in the, back in the saddle, back at work, so it's good to be back. Rashad is out doing the the good civic work. Papa TK is literally on his way to the having baby Edmondson, so uh, shout out to him. Uh, so hopefully he'll be back. He's on He's on deck. He's about to be another girl dad. We need another girl dad in the team right there, man. Yeah, another man. Yeah, the, the days finally come, so definitely uh, glad to see that happen. And, of course, you know, it's coming up on Father's Day, so happy Father's Day to you. Happy Father's Day to T- uh, TK and all the poppers. I know y'all I know y'all don't get enough love for, you know, paying the rent and, you know, pay, and paying the light. Keeping the lights on, putting food in the belly, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Keep making sure that Chick fil A keeps coming down. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, Chick fil A, that's all that's all I gotta do. Just keep Chick fil A and Zaxxon going. I'm good. good. Chick fil A be clutch for the kids, man. I, 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 I can't run on that. It, it, it's funny. That's my little picky ass daughter. That's all she wants, man. Chick fil A and Zaxxon. That's all she wants. <laughs> I could use some Zaxby's right now. I, I ain't going to lie, man. I actually got one right down the street from, uh, from me, so that might have to be on the menu. But, uh, but yeah, man, uh, you know, they, things are starting to pick up on, on the soccer tip. Of course, we got shit. Germany already wrapped shit up. They said, hey, we already got chance. So, <laughs> Yo, Germany is so forward-thinking and everything. Like, they got their lead back and running. First of all, wait, wait, time out. First of all, they handed COVID better than any other country. <laughs> They handling the whole league situation better. They handling Black Lives Matter better than anybody. Like Yo. Germany, man. Shouts out to Germany, man. Like they they own something. Maybe we need to move to Germany. You know what? No. Listen, we we, we, we can go to that in a bit. <laughs> you seen Belly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember how Nas and Belly was always like, "Yo, we gotta go back to Africa." Yo, we need to go to Germany, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we get treated better there than, than here, man. <laughs> wow, it's wild, it's wild, man. Like, especially you know, given everything that's happening, of course, right here in Atlanta uh, over, over the weekend. Like, you know, shit just you you really just start thinking like like it's even worth it sometimes. But we will. Definitely go into that um, on the second half of the show. I definitely want to um, get some things off on the soccer table. I know you had some things that you wanted to, um, to, to get up on. What's good? Um, it, it's it. I mean, we talk about soccer wise, or we talk about socially politically. Soccer wise, unless let you guys something else. I, well, soccer wise, I mean. It's it's interesting right now that uh, you know we're seeing these movements in other countries uh, take a lot of um, momentum, mm-hmm. and it and it's funny. I think you even stated it in one of our group chats or something like that. But I think that uh, it's interesting that you know what you have going on with 
the EPL with the you know, Black Lives Matter movement going on there. You're seeing the, the, the training tops. You're seeing the armbands. You're seeing the, the kneeling. You're seeing the goal celebrations. Mm-hmm. And you, we, we wonder if that same energy and effort is going to be put into our, our country. Yep. In the U.S., where the actual problem is. Right. <laughs> you know, and I say they're not having the problems over there because they're having the problems as well, too. I mean, yeah. there's some racism, you know, in England and France and everything, everywhere else, too. I mean, it, don't don't get it twisted. Like, in Europe, they got their issues as well, too. I'm not trying to gloss over that as well. But obviously, with what's been happening currently here in the States, and I am currently for eons, um, but obviously what's happened in recent times um, and what's finally happening throughout socially, it's, it's interesting to see how the leagues are responding. Mm-hmm. I would say that like, you know, it, it, to see that, you know, teams are having black lives matters as name sets. Yeah. I mean, for the culture, we don't even have that. As oh, <laughs> hang on. I'm working on that. I am literally working on that because yeah, that's something that once I once I saw that, I was like, yo, that that actually is, is dope as hell. Yo, shout out to iTrack uh, Frankfurt for, for even um, you know, try doing that, just making the gesture. And, yeah. But yeah. yeah, that's something that I, I gotta cause what I have in mind, you know, requires a little bit of work. I could of course we can do the easy easy part and just have put it on the back of your jersey, you know, hit us up at FTCUTD.myshopify.com. But um, if if I can help it, I'm gonna see what we can do as far as getting put on the front. Because I'm like, yeah, you want to have that that front facing okay. message, and um, you know, you want to make a statement that way. We want to do our best to uh, to accommodate um, uh, for that. But yeah, I, I think that. But no, I mean, like, it, 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 so it's just kind of complete my thought. Um, you know, the energy that is happening with you know the leagues over there, and I think we even talked about one of our social. I mean, one of our group chats is like you even seeing NASCAR making way more moves. No, 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 <laughs> way more no. Moves. <laughs> that in itself. Can you, can, never it's like it's like they, they they went for the they went for the whole juggernaut all in one switch and say, hey, we're gonna go after the Confederate flag. We go after Black Rights, Black Lives Matter. We are gonna go after um. You know, uh, gay rights. You're like, we go for everything. Like, this is our moment. We got. We have to clean this shit up right now. But yo, what's funny is they even trolled homeboy that said he was retiring because of this stance, and they were like, "Bro, who are you? <laughs> you ain't won nothing." Listen, that dude. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ray. Nobody knows because he ain't won nothing. <laughs> Look, I'll wait. What's his name, Grego? I'm I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm What's like, funny is that the black Ray driver got, yeah, yeah. the black driver got the more country name than him. <laughs> name Bubba. <laughs> Bubba was like, look here, I'm going with a Black Lives Matter car, get that thing kitted out. Yo, all my Dodge Chargers, Challengers, <laughs> all y'all out there, I want to see a Black Lives Matter challenger in charge on the street by next week. Let me see that. I'm challenging y'all. Yo, like the dude, the dude is like, I don't think he's like placed higher than thirty third. He ain't never led a lap. He ain't never won a race. He ain't done shit. He's like, nope, it's too much. Can't do it. Why? Like, God, I'm like ugly. That's why his ass is last place. Sorry. And, and yeah, I think he, I think he, he wrecked like last week. And I'm like, bro, this, 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 you are fifty years old. This might not be your line of work. It might not be it. <laughs> hey, man. hey, Mario Kart is pretty fun. He should try that. <laughs> Try that. Mario oh, Kart. God. Oh, Although, God. Like, is, my daughter, she's pretty dope on it too, though, so you need to watch out. Um, how, how's, how's little mama um, enjoying summer vacation so far? Hey, man, it, it's been awesome with her. Um, you know, right now, she's actually at the beach with her mom, but, uh, you know, it's been cool. It, it's fine. You know, throughout this whole pandemic episode, obviously it's more home time with her and everything. And so, this girl is silly, man. I got a silly one. Yo, you know, if, I love if, if y'all, if y'all aren't following Coach Tony, yo, like, because of course you you you're, you heard a little snippet of her on last week's episode. Uh, you know, we we could we finally got the finally damn got her. <laughs> She wasn't shy for once. 
But yo, the thing about her, she's like all kids. You know, she's shy when you first meet her, but then thirty minutes later, she's talking up a storm. But yes, yes, Memphis Carter is a ramp down functions one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening to us on your favorite podcast apps: Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, all that good jazz. Of course, make sure you catch us on your on the YouTube channel. Subscribe, hit a like, all that good jazz on this episode and past episodes as well. But yeah, man, um, I had a I had actually an interesting uh, like since the uh, George Floyd episode. Uh, You've actually uh, become even more on the radar and actually had an interesting call um, uh, actually earlier today, matter of fact, uh, with uh, Kiana Martin. She was actually on a, on a past episode uh, with us and um, had a, a very interesting uh, conversation, you know, uh, panel with a couple other uh, guys in the media. Like, are we media now? I, I, I guess we are. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize. We're the media. We're the media. <laughs> it's a virtual but of course at the same time you know you have yeah people of color in, in the media and i i've never had the perspective that it's not just obviously for english-speaking uh, media but also for spanish media as well because like, like uh one of the guys that was, that was on the panel with us like he does work with um he did work with uh univision and and he brought the point of like you don't really see any black faces on on there either. And I was like, hell no, hell no. And I was nope. like, I was like, hang on, no, nope. sure don't. Nope, there's definitely colorism within the Spanish speaking networks. Definitely colorism going on. And and it's funny because they brought up something that, of course, we talked about in the past on the show. Uh, basically, like in the media, it's like you you get more credibility if you have an English accent. So, you know, it, it, it's funny, like, you know, like how similar in each line of of the game, whether it's broadcasting, media, coaching, players, like, yeah, you get more credibility. It's like, yeah, it's like, hello. Yeah. Save 15 percent of your core insurance. <laughs> no, I mean, no disrespect, you know, to my – oh, actually, I hate starting a sentence. Everybody says when you say no disrespect. But <laughs> no <shit. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> not directly I, fuck you but fuck you <laughs> all due respect but F you <laughs> you know but I mean like because obviously we, we have a lot you know we got some you know some English you know across the pond listeners but also we got some across the pond brothers and that you know that are, are definitely of the culture and supporters of the culture or allies of the culture however you want to say it yeah uh, but you know, here in the states, that's always been an issue, is because there's that immediate bias towards um, that British influence, and so um, which is kind of weird when you think about it. Because like, when's the last time England won won shit? Sixty, nineteen sixty. No, sixty six. Sixty six. Sorry, sixty six. My bad. My bad. Sixty six. Yeah. I'm like Gordon Banks. I'm all just just one, one, and. You could you could have French people in your neighborhood. You could have German people in your neighborhood. You could have Dutch. Uh, you know they ain't really want shit either, but at least they at least they develop. At least they develop. The Dutch are the Buffalo Bills of soccer. Damn, damn, that's that's, that's cold blooded. Find a lie. I'm looking for it. They're the I, Buffalo I, I, Bills of soccer. I'm looking for it. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. You might got me on that one. <laughs> And for the younger listeners or whatever, if y'all realize that reference, the Buffalo Bills at one point in time kept on going to the Super Bowl but wasn't winning anything. Four straight. Four straight. They even came out of Atlanta and lost. (laughs) Same thing with the Dutch national team. I mean, they've had all – they have studs. Studs. Some of our favorite players and some of the best collaborations of talent on one team. Absolutely. But yeah, I, um, I'm hoping that um, all the way through. You know, I'm hoping that um, that we'll be able to get some um, some pieces of uh, of that call and um, 
and uh, put it here on the show. Either uh, probably probably next week if if, uh, if possible, and uh, they'll let y'all give y'all some insight as far as you know what was discussed and um, uh, things so, like Fred, that. I actually wanted to dive into this. Um, it, I actually was on a, a panel yesterday with Beyond Sport. And look at us, look at us big time, man. Look at us big time. Shout out to us. Nah, nah. black excellence, baby. Anyway, um, so I was on a panel yesterday, it was about soccer and social change, Mm. and specifically about you know how people are dealing with social change right now, especially in this current climate. But also, tonight, um, with my organization, Soccer Streets, we had a, a Zoom call with kids within our program. Mm-hmm. And it was a discussion regarding, you know, we did this last week, actually. Okay. In response to what had been going on with the protests, response to, you know, George Floyd. And that was the initial one. Okay. But within a week time, what happens? Shara Brooks, right here in yeah. our own backyard. Yeah. It's gunned down. Yeah. And so within a week's time, it totally takes a whole different tone with this discussion that we're having with kids in our program. And this discussion that we had tonight, it was a Zoom call for an hour and a half with kids ranging from ages eight, as young as eight, you know, to some of them who were like 15, 16 year olds. And some of their parents were on the call as well, too. But to listen to these kids' fears about what's currently going on, mm. my God, like, I almost cried listening to what these kids are afraid of at such a young age. But it, it, it's not anything different than for me when mm. I was young, too. Because when I was 10 years old, I remember in 92 coming back from a class field trip at Cumberland Island, and we, I mean, a class getaway camp or whatever and we come back and we see all these police cars flipped over burning and everything like that mm-hmm. now was in response to the Rodney King verdict mm-hmm. yeah. and I was 10 years old when that happened and that imprinted on me as far as like I wanted to discover more figure out what, like why are police whipping black people's asses mm-hmm. and that's when I started myself like trying to like figure out what was going on socially and so to hear these kids currently going through that same stuff, and here that is, you know, 30 years later, 30 years later, yeah, we're still having that same concern and fear and discussion. Of, and it's, it, it's heartbreaking, but the, the difference now is that we have more participation from allyship than we did back in the early 90s. Early nineties. Yeah, yeah. It was basically just just us. And if there was, it wasn't highlighted and it wasn't led by and it wasn't like really broadcasted. But now you're seeing allyship a little a little bit more. And that's the key thing. Like and and when I've been on these calls and these discussions, I've I've been key about and I said for movements to really happen and to really make a difference. It needs to happen with allyship. So just like with the LGBTQ plus community, they need the allyship. And we saw a big decision change. Like, I would, never would have expected that. Yeah, it was a big <laughs> shot. It was definitely a big shot. Yeah, I never would have. But allyship was huge on that as well. But two is what happens with the youth. And if the youth are leading the movements as well and participating and driving that force, that is what the change happens. And then, unfortunately, I'm, I'm going to be all over the place. I'm sorry, but we were touching on several different subjects. But what we saw what happened in Florida with the girl who was missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Toyin Salau. Yeah. 19 years old. For the cause. Unfortunately, we lost another soldier for the cause. Um, just to speak on, on, on that real quick. Um, you know, it because like I, I finally got around to watching Thirteenth uh, on Netflix uh, last night. I was up late and because uh, I watched that, then I watched Malcolm X uh, for the first time in forever, and I was just like, oh, "Yo, you you watch those shits like back to back? You're like, yo, I'm I'm about to." <laughs> Denzel not win. How did Denzel not win? 
Like, to this day, I still think Denzel Malcolm X. Like, I still think of him. Of course, I think of him as in training day, of course. But mm-hmm. Shoot, bro, break. <laughs> <laughs> but the way he played Malcolm X, good gosh. Like, it was uncanny. Good yeah. God. And it's funny because, like, I, like, when I say I was up late, like, I think I, I didn't even start watching Malcolm X till like, maybe, like, 1, 7 in the morning. And I and obviously like yeah you know maybe I'll just like watch like, a little bit of it. Spike Lee, you know any yeah. Spike Lee movie three hours. Yeah, three hours. Like, I didn't think that I would like. I was like yeah I just watch a little bit of it. I'll catch back up to it in the morning. And of course you just get you get locked in. You're like yo this this shit's amazing. And like I said like watching those two pieces back to back like it definitely had it'll definitely like they'll change a lot of. You, you you see that how much shit hasn't changed, you know, in 30, 40, 50 years. And you're like, yo, like something has to absolutely change um, with how this country just relates to each other on, on a human level. Because it's like, you know, all things considered, you have, um, there is a major problem, not just with, with, with systemic racism, but I, I actually put police brutality in a second, a separate thing. Cause I'm like, it's not like it's just us. You know, you have native Americans who, who deal with it at a very high level. Latinos deal with it at a very high level. All things considered white people deal with it at a very high level. And it's like, you don't even see it because it's never highlighted. And I'm like, bro, like there is a real. In the Asian American community as well too, man. Good yeah, God. Yeah. Good guys is for God as well too. I don't and know if you saw that 30 for 30 on, you know, be like water on uh, Bruce Lee. Yeah, I did check it out. I did check it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I had to check that out because I, that was a part of my, like, I would say probably the age was like 10 to 14. I was watching all those Bruce Lee and different Kung Fu. And I was just like the Wu-Tang Clan. Like, we was watching all that stuff on the weekends too. So I was big into Bruce Lee. I don't think I was going to get into karate and everything. Yeah, I'm, Hey, y'all might pretend like I'm hard. I'm soft. I'm just soft as marshmallow. I'm just letting y'all know I can't fight. Uh-uh. I, I, <laughs> I see his I, legs, I, but he can't fight. <laughs> I can, hey, even though it, it, as a goalkeeper, I, I will huff and puff and blow you down or whatever, but I'm not getting, especially my age right now, I'm not getting fight. But anyway, but I think as far as what you're stating, as far as, you know, the other, you know, demographics within our society, that get glossed over during this process. And it's cool to see that allyship as well too participate in the process as well. Because I obviously those other sections of society realize that in order for us all <laughs> to advance, if black people can't advance, then they know their ass they ain't gonna advance either as well too. Yeah. So um Absolutely. No, it, it, and I, 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 you know, we're going to be a little bit all over the place because so much of this is intertwined with what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's interesting too because I think we had it on our, our run of show as far as talking about you know the hangings that happened out in California and Texas. Like, I mean, that that actually blew my mind. I was like, people are still hanging, and, like, and but you read the news articles, they're, they're they're saying no foul play. And this is my thing. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go, go, go. This is my thing. And I, two of the two that are in California, they're, I think they are 50 miles apart. Mm-hmm. And this is within one week's time, right? Like, the, unless it was a, and then I don't know if they're trying to say it was a copycat or anything like that. So you're saying two hangings happen, suicidal hang, hangings happen. Within the same week, essentially. Yeah. That's essentially yeah. Same. No. Yeah. No. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's impossible, but it's impossible. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And we all, and we also, a lot of us here in Atlanta, we forget about the one that happened out in Piedmont Park as well, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So. I mean, whether those things were due, like, you know, 
there, there's going to be a story. There's going to be a narrative that's going to say that, you know, they wanted to commit suicide in order to try to make it look like it was done by someone else or this and that, whatever. And I know that's going to be a narrative, but here's, here's the thinking of that. Even if that were to be true, even if that were to be true, the fact that what is currently happening has driven someone to that point, to that. Yeah. 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 Like there's a lot going on right now that on, on multiple levels and multiple even if you want to say no foul play, either reason, either way, the fact that it went those those steps were taken for that. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff going on right now in a lot of different areas that in the, in the big picture it all ties together and it it just reinforces the 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 agenda that, you know, shit has to change, you know, like, and we have, I think what I hope for a lot of, I'm hoping that people ha- are, they got a lunch pack because people need to understand that considering the, a lot, in many states, the, the people who are elected uh, right now, they ain't trying trying to, they are trying to push this, this shit as long as they can so they don't have to worry about it. And it's up to us as people. Some of us have already voted in uh, primaries. Like, it ter- actually turned out last week we actually had record numbers for the Georgia primary. Uh, and, Even when the time stop us. Yeah. Like, like I said, do not there, there is more work to, do, to be done. Keep in mind this before we go to, go to break. Because I actually do want to actually, you know, get on some soccer real quick. But the Montgomery bus. Um, Are we, we're a soccer podcast, right? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but um, but just, just one, yeah, one quick thing. Um, the Montgomery uh, bus protest back in the 60s lasted two years. And, you know, there's already people talk about, you know, protest fatigue, outrage fatigue and all that stuff. I mean, all these are like we've we've been outraged for the past four years. So it's like where the election is almost here. Just got what we got less than six months to go. Well, really less than five. You know, if, if there are people that you want out of office that that and bring people in that even partly uh, fit your agenda. I know it ain't always going to be perfect. You know, I know. There's a lot of people who shade on Biden all the time. I'm like, if if you want change, then you need to show up. A lot of this, a lot of this shit that we want change takes patience and it takes commitment. So take take that for what you will. We, I, I, I know we 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 can talk about this even more. We probably will on the second half. But I do want to get onto some soccer. So we'll be right back. We'll pay a quick bill and yeah, we'll actually talk about it's called soccer, right? It's like what? Soccer. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be right back. F-T-C-U-T-D. And we're back. It's a nice hat you got on, man. Like, for those of you who can't see Tony right now, of course, you can see on, on the YouTube. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You'll see that, that Coach Tony is rocking a magnificently embroidered FTC bucket head that's available at ftcutd.myshopify.com. You can get yours. You know, he's over here. He's getting the spout up just right. Got, got, got one side up. Over on on the left, got it down on the right. Like yo, look, looking kind of stylish, man. Like I, I honestly, that is one product that I've, I've been wanting to see for quite some time. Because most people they'll do like the, uh, the scullies and the beanie hats. I've never seen uh, like this. Actually, I think it might be either the first second that I've actually ordered the bucket hat. So I'm actually cool, cool to see it like actually in person. So this this is the reason why I got it. I was like, this is gonna be my coaching hat and my grilling hat. Uh, 
So uh, I still want my damn invite because you and Ben, like y'all got me bruh, super jealous. Oh, I got bruh. Literally, I just put up um. Yeah, we yeah we now mosquito free. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you've been in Atlanta, like mosquito free is saying some like yeah you know, yeah. We put the uh, the gazebo now. Uh, we are rain proof and mosquito proof. Um, so I grill on that Blackstone griddle. Hey, Blackstone, if y'all want to uh, endorse the show, I will be y'all's personal um, sponsor. I will let you know that I am a proud product ambassador for Blackstone griddles. Please, it has changed my life. I'm cooking on it almost every day now. Um, I mean, hey, you know, this week now it's Juneteenth, man. So, you know. Oh, that's we, we, Why do you think I got the gazebo up this weekend, bro? Yeah, you got June and Father's Day. Come on now. Come I'm just saying, man. You know the the, the no, but I got hat. the hat, the, the fisherman's hat. You know, I, it's it's a little bit old school. It reminds me a little bit of EPMD. If you yeah. all know, um, or reminds me of Kane from Juice. You know, you got the juice now. <laughs> and for <laughs> me, I'm rocking the FTC cultural weight jersey. For those of you who um, who aren't in Atlanta, uh, the the jersey should finally be on the way because I know we actually had a delay because the pandemics hit the uh, the Chicago area and like their shit's just been all awesome backed up. So, like luckily, Mayor Kane he he was in town and picked up the Atlanta orders. But yes, everyone who's not in Atlanta, uh, they should be on the way. Uh, hopefully, by the time this uh, this episode airs. You should be getting it. Um, and if you have, and if you are in the Atlanta area and you haven't received it, like hit us up and we'll uh, get that arranged for you. But yeah, man, we actually got some some actual soccer to talk about. You know, of course, we La Liga just st- started back up over the weekend. EPL starting uh, today, Wednesday, uh, with Man with Man City and Arsenal. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's almost yeah, yeah, yeah. like shit's uh, almost the colleagues hit me up asking who would I be going for in that match. I was like, really? The Meteor. The Meteor. Like, <laughs> Man City, Arsenal? Like, ugh. And all you got to do is have Liverpool officiate. Like, I mean, like, ugh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a horrible. But, you know, it, it's we're thirsty for some sports entertainment. Um, that is for sure. Uh, but. It's going to be interesting. I think it's it's going to be – there is – you know, everybody's going to have these analysis going in. Mm-hmm. But I think it's all bullshit because nobody knows what the hell people have been doing this off time. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it's strange because especially, especially now that you've seen Bayern basically just sweep through their games and – and uh, and claim the lead pretty much like within this they have yeah we skunked y'all game <laughs> and uh, so like I think that at least on at least in theory going by that example you would think that the stronger clubs would be in a better position to uh, to I mean uh, you have like world class talent right right and I think that you look at our, our squad with United. Pog was finally back healthy. I think Rashford's healthy as well. And it's like, oh, shit, we actually might have something. Like, hmm, let's see what we can do here. And um, Champions League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that for a lot of teams, like, I definitely think that you'll you'll see whether or not the this break has been a blessing in disguise just to allow people to heal up and – you know, hopefully, if, if if they ain't been tripping um, out in the streets like that, you know, they're they're healthy enough to to go play and 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 contribute. You know, of course, our, so of course our TVs will be up and up and running and everything uh, with EPL up with La Liga up. I thought I, I did think that the of course we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with the Bundesliga. I thought the La Liga shit with the with the digital crowd was like the weirdest shit ever. I was like that because you could tell that. Because like they would have a delay, like it'd be empty seats, and then you just see like a like a sheet of like, oh, that's supposed to be fans and all that stuff. Wow. Yeah, like I said, it, it's, it's all about presentation. 
And you really have to you know, pay attention to that and how you want to present your product. Cause it's already going to be inhibited by, by default because there's no fans. So it's like, how exactly do you want to do it? Some people are cool with just, you know, just hearing the natural sound and, and you finally hear players and talking about what, uh, how they communicate and everything. But I know some people like, they like the, they like the sauce. They like the, they like the crowd noise. They like the chance and all that stuff. So. Well, I think given the, the current times, I think making the best of the scenario is like what you saw within the German league, the Bundesliga is like, you know, they're, they're sound mixers and they're DJs or whatever. Like Not some of much. them. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, is there really a crowd yeah. there? Like, <laughs> like they were responding like with the whole change of pace of the game and everything like that. I was like, yo, that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, so, and that was even for just like the army lifestyle yeah. game. And so, um, just, just, just the, the thought put behind it to to get it down to those kind of details is impressive. So yes, if you like that kind of stuff, it's very impressive. That That is making lemonade out yep. of lemons. That is truly making lemonade out of lemons. And I, I, have, I have no problem with that. And if you want to do the cutout silhouettes of fans or the actual paid fans pictures or whatever, so just, yeah, just remember, have- no sex dolls. But uh, I, I, I will say one thing before I go to the next subject. I think we need a break from Bayern because I'm like, for for people who have been following the Bundesliga, they actually have a very great product. And it's like, it's too bad that for pretty much you're going now eight years in a row now is has been the same result at the, at the end of the day. And... I think that it would be great to see a title race as compelling as, as the league actually is. You know, granted, we were, we were, we were getting close to that, you know, before the shutdown. So we never really got to see what it could have been, but yeah, I, I need a break from it. Like, you know, give me, give me much in Gladbach or Shocker or something. Just some, just some, some random shit. So it, it's like that, that, Title fatigue. You're tired of that team. Nobody all the time. Kind well, of, my, my high school well, football coach they, used to say, "Nobody loves a winner. Nobody loves a winner." If you're a consistent winner, people are going to get tired of you, and that's what's happening with yeah. Bayern. That's what's happening, with like the PSGs in France. Like, I mean, yeah. it's like you get tired of that. Yeah, I, I, I need some Montpellier to say, yeah, just just the just the palate cleansers. Like, you know, give me like two years away. It's like, yeah, just you know, uh, give me something different for at least for a little bit. Yeah. Can we get a Lester every once in a while? Can we get a Lester? Every yeah, Lester? yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But um, but yeah, I think the, I think the one of the bigger uh, news that came out this week was actually that the champions might be. We actually might be um be able to finish it up after all. Now, mind you, by Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but now the Champions League uh looks to be on the way back. And what's up? There you go. Here are my questions. What's up? When's the last time you had a Heineken? Oh God. Um, <laughs> I want to say it's been at least. At least a year, at least. Like, because it's, it's, it's not like it's not like you really get that at, at any of the tailgates like that because it's using more local shit. And if I'm out at a bar, it's like, yeah, that's not the first one. And like Heineken was like the, the beer I had when I was in my early twenties. Yeah. yeah, like when you first got put on to it, like, yeah, I'm gonna have a Heineken. Then you, then you, then you grow up. It's like. Then you, your palate expands, yeah. and you're like, whack ass. <laughs> Although, I will say, back in shit, this may have been like 10 years ago, and they used to do those Heineken tours. And Heineken did the tour here in Atlanta, and they went that to is, the. Uh, yes, I remember that. That shit, yo, I was so mad that I, I didn't get to see the trophy. That shit. No, you know who performed that night? It was Common. Common performed that opera. And so it was free Heineken's the whole night. And I, I drank probably at least 13 to 15 Heineken's. <laughs> <laughs> and the, 
Hey, y'all, man, was, I was my homeboy, Smokey, from Howard, H-U, Smokey, and we were just, I remember at one point, I dropped my Heineken. I was like, oh, well, get another one. Give me a fresh one. <laughs> it, was, it was free Heineken the whole night. <laughs> Heineken, if you did that tour again, yeah, I am. I drink a Heineken again during that. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, man, we got the uh, uh, Champions League. It looks like it's, it's scheduled to restart back in 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 August. So, but it's actually going to be a very different setup. Basically, the last eight teams that that are uh, in the tournament basically going to have like a uh, a one off uh, tournament with the last eight basically uh, not knockout uh, games. Over two weeks uh, in Portugal, um, so we'll be using uh, two stadiums and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I, I'm actually kind of surprised that they, they're able to go ahead and um, and, and get this done. Um, but I guess you know, for logistical purposes for next season, it's like yeah, you got to go ahead and at least finish it up to where you know how to store things out. Because I, I think I think what people don't don't consider is that next year is going to be a fucking mess for a, a lot of leagues. Because like you could, you're already going to be starting late, and and uh, of course for soccer you you still have the summer tournaments next year. You have the Euros that got pushed next year. You still have the Olympics that got pushed next year. So it's like you're going to be trying to squeeze in a whole lot in a very short amount of time. Like um, I hope that you know that teams take that into consideration next for next season so they might have to like get a bit more depth they might have to use some more younger players say hey like we need you like shit is tight right now i think we, we talked about this in other episodes i think what's going to be interesting now is that there is no back to normal normal is like that's out that's out mm-hmm. the window our, our new normal is going to be different and so with that being said new calendars for all these leagues, it's just going to be different now. I think. I, I don't think there's going to be. I think you can. A bat, I think you can. Bat, I, but I think it's going to take a while to I, get I, there. If even so, though, I think there's going to be a reshuffling too. Because even if that's the case, then let's look at the how the MLS. Let's look at Liga MX. All these leagues down on our side of hemisphere, how they match up mm-hmm. with that. And so I think it's going to be a consolidation effort. Everybody's consolidating. Holiday now. And so we're looking at, okay, you know, there's already been the question of fatigue as far That's as correct. too yeah. much. What is too much on these players? And, you know, now that these, these health scares have happened, now it's kind of like we got to calibrate our schedules anyway. And this is what we're doing just to get by now. So let's kind of Let's go back to the drawing board because there is no, I mean, even if you say let's get back to business how it was before, I, I'm sorry, but it's not going to be like how it was before. I, I really truly think that calendars with some leagues are going to shift drastically. Not all, but I wouldn't be surprised if the MLS and the MX change their calendars drastically. I think that like I, I'm, I'm very curious to see, like, because uh, uh, Don Garber was on uh, SportsCenter on Monday. Who? The MLS commissioner. <laughs> but um, and, uh, he was on uh, SportsCenter on Monday. He was still saying that the MLS Cup is still scheduled, I guess, to take place within this calendar year. And I'm like, one, why? And why? Because like, like, the tournament, the MLS is back tournament. That fucking name is my But uh, the, the tournament is – that finishes up in August, and then I guess from August to, I guess, December will be the rest of your season. And I just, you know, like I so said, you're, you're going to be – and that's not even including in international games like that because we still haven't figured out, you know, World Cup qualifying and all that stuff. I have a very hard time seeing like how this is all going to work. N- never mind the fact that COVID's still a thing, and it's especially in this country. And you got states that are that are their numbers are ramping back up, 
There's even talk about some states having to go back on shutdown, like, you know, there's a little birdie in the air on that one. And I, I recall saying something about that happening. I'm just yeah. saying. So, not not Thomas or anything. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, um, of course, we'll, we'll get into the, the Champions League stuff, um, you know, once it gets a little closer to that. But yeah, at least cool to see that that's uh, back up running. But yeah, as far as the shit here goes, uh, it's, it's going to be very difficult to see like how this all flushes out, especially with states still reporting record numbers and, and people still are on the same page as medicating um, that, that, that Trump drug basically got taken off the shelves by the FDA. It's like, you really have to, you know, again, we preach on pretty much most of this, this whole past month. And since the, the uh, outbreak started, continue to be safe in the streets, especially if you're out here protesting. Be smart out here. Stay covered up. Don't don't let don't let your your dumbass friends say, "Yeah, we can go ahead and go without a mask." Like, no, this shit is still real out here. And let me ask a question. I, I think I asked this like a couple um, weeks ago. Have you seen any cool masks lately? Yes, yes. It's the coolest mask you've seen. That's what I want. Like, we need the mask drop. Like, what's the dopest mask you've seen lately? Um, I, I've seen. I'm not. I, I'll just say it's like. I think I said last time. Like, I'm not even a Louis Vuitton fan. I don't, <laughs> I don't care about Gucci. I don't care about any Fendi and all, all that stuff. But I did see this dude in Target right here on Camp Creek with a Louis Vuitton one that looked kind of dope. It was kind of like the workout one style, you know, the ones with the, the air holes and everything mm-hmm. like right here. It was workout yeah. style. But it, it was integrated. The LV, the Louis Vuitton stuff was integrated just in this area. <laughs> right right, right over the mouth. And it was just, it, it, it was, was smaller. smaller. I was like, it was smaller. that's what it was. It, it, it was like, it, it was, it was, the, it was probably a knockoff as hell, but it looked dope. It looked but dope. Um, actually, uh, well, one of your buddies, uh, uh, I saw um, she posted on her social. She had a Golden Girls uh, uh, mask, and uh, I was like, you know what? That's actually pretty good. <laughs> hey, shouts out to uh, for the locals, man. Yeah. For the locals, got some. Going you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, we. Uh, of course, we. I still got my hat. You, you know where yours is at? I can't find it. I can't find I, it. It's pissing me I, off. I, I lost it for a while. Did I manage to find it? But yeah, that, like uh, that was pissing me. That was some good work. Seriously, that I'm was some good work. All over. Where's my ATL for the locals? Nick yeah. Cap. I yeah. If you don't get your shit from us, definitely hit up for the locals. They're a local brand here in Atlanta. Uh, shout out to uh, Harold and uh, if if you love Atlanta, that's definitely a good brand to, um, to hit up. But um. But yeah, let's uh, get up and uh, two up to down, man. What you got, man? You know what? Uh, again, if y'all been listening in the recent times that I've been on here, keeping it positive, staying positive. You know, in light of what's been happening um, currently in our our current social climate, um, excited that uh, this Friday is Juneteenth. Yeah. Tell you history, fam. Give us free. I'll hang on real quick. Um, if there's a petition out online that we posted on the socials, like there is growing sentiment on making Juneteenth a federal holiday. Uh, so if you haven't uh, looked into it already, like we haven't posted on our on our at least on our Twitter, um, like that, that needs to be a thing. Of course, you know you had the 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 guy up in D.C., he tried to have a, a rally on that same day in Tulsa, the place where they had uh, race riots. Uh, well, shit, race massacre. Let's let's keep that a whole buck. A race massacre 100 years ago, all pretty much on the same day. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, what you got? So, you know, with, with, along with that being said, and you just stated about, you know, Juneteenth being recognized as a federal holiday. Uh, our organization now has recognized it as a paid holiday. So I will have Friday off from work, which I need. Uh, 
Uh, uh, let me find out you've been making changes, making positive changes with, with your company, man. Juneteenth is a paid holiday for us at Soccer in the Streets now. Cool. Right cool. on. Um, so that's, that's, that's awesome. And I wish, I just hate that, you know, we're still under uh, lockdown, or we should be, I should say. Not saying that we are, because our governor here in Georgia is... He's an idiot. <laughs> but, um, you know, Juneteenth has been a time where there's great, you know, celebration going on, parties, festivals, fairs, parks, picnics, all that stuff going on. So I hate that it's not that same vibe, but you know us black folk, we will make lemonade out of this situation. Um, also, this weekend is also Father's Day weekend. Myself, I'm a father, and that's awesome. It's the hardest and most rewarding job I will ever have. But at the same time, I am blessed and fortunate that I have a father that is, first of all, still alive at my age and his age and all the health issues he's gone through. Second of all, that he is clearly the best dad for me, and I am fortunate to have him, and he has become a better friend each and every year that I live another day on this life, on this world. Um, So Father's Day is a special day. Um, so this weekend, honoring my dad, but shouts out to the other dads we got, especially black dads, because we get shitted on for so much, so effing much. But shouts out to the dads out there that are doing more than just babysitting. And you know what I mean if you a dad, because that's the that's the connotation. You're not just babysitting. You're doing more than that. So shouts out to the dads out there. No matter your color creed, shouts out to you for doing. You know, anybody can make a baby, but it's a matter of being a father. And so I want to give a shout out to everybody out there who's who's taking that, you know, who's stepping up to the responsibility. Absolutely. Uh, and then also the energy that I'm seeing with um, the protests that are going on. Um it's a good energy, it's a good vibe. You know, like Gregor alluded to earlier, keep that energy going. It, it's it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. Um, but it's good to see that energy. And when I say that energy, it's not only from the black culture, but it's also from the other cultures as well, too. You know, we talk about this show as for the culture. That is the culture. And so we gotta uplift this culture and it's all the cultures collaborating and working together. Um, there is a problem. There's a sickness within our country and other countries as well, too. But primarily this country is the focus right now. We have a sickness. And so we need to do triage. We need to do, we're in an emergency room. We need to make sure that we get the tourniquet going, stop the bleeding. We got to make sure we're doing first aid, all the CPR and everything that we can do to, to fix this situation because we are not healthy as a country. Um, but I want to say that it's good to see the energy and effort that is happening um, from the very various facets. And I hope that we all can keep that energy going. Um, so I'm, I'm, I feel re-energized by that. And finally, I want to say any of y'all who've been listening to our podcast, all 80 plus episodes, y'all know that we are pro HBCU. Mm-hmm. I am a product of an HBCU, and I will always will be shouting that. I just love the fact that the discussion and the actions are actually starting to get traction now about HBCU being a priority now as far as an option for people of color. And I'm saying people of color because I'm not just talking about the black race. I'm talking about other races as well, too, but seeing it as a priority and knowing that the HBCUs are great institutions for education. And so, and athletics as well. Too. Yeah, because you're starting to see big like recruits starting to consider HBCUs as well. So that's, that's, that's huge. And, 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 and just, you know, like a uh, pastor Shannon Sharp has said, um, you know, cause I, I go to the church of Shannon Sharp. 
Um, he's a great reverend. You know, he's always preaching every day. I hope you all check in to see what he has to say for his daily talks and everything. But uh, Reverend Shannon Sharp, as well as saying, I've definitely said too, it's only going to take one big name. All you need is one big name to really take that commitment, and then we'll start to see a trend. So I'm glad to see that HBCUs are now being uh, discussed as a priority as far as college options. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't really look at as I don't really, well, they are negative, but at the same time, it's just, it's just more so what the fuck more than anything. Um, U.S. soccer. Uh, they uh, reported this week that for the fiscal year of the, uh, for 2020, they actually will be working with a deficit of 28 million. Now, for those of you who have followed the game for a while and know that just three, four years ago, they were talking about uh, they were having a surplus of 150 million. So to see basically you have ultimately lost 170 million, uh, over 180 million basically within, you know, over five years definitely speaks to a lot of dysfunction within that organization. And and more importantly, like you you spent that money, you lost that money. What's really improved? I mean, really. So that that's that's one. Um, second one, it's more of a pop culture one. The insecure season finale. Damn, <laughs> it was this close. Thought we were gonna have have, have everything. Have, all happy ever after, but that's the one thing about insecure that I love is that you know, real shit happens, and sometimes it doesn't always work the way that you want to. Some shit gets in the way. It's life, but I was like, damn it. But yeah, that best season they've had so far. Um, it's just a shame it took two years to for it to finally happen. But great work by the insecure uh, cast, and um, I think the funny part is that for those of you who have watched. Um, the looking for Latoya, they're actually doing a podcast out of that shit. So, uh, beyond a uh, free plug for, um, for that. But, um, as far as the, uh, uh, the positive stuff, um, you know, the, the, the way I, my, my outlook on things, especially, you know, I, I touched on it, um, a few weeks back. Um, you know, thank you for everyone that, listen to the George Floyd episode and this definitely opened up a lot of doors um, for us uh, in that time, you know, to kind of give our perspective on things on, on the game. So, you know, thank you to everyone that's, you know, listened to um, our show, uh, regardless of, of the podcast app that you do, or if you listen to it on YouTube, we definitely do appreciate that shit. Um, uh, one last thing. Uh, for up uh, the Supreme Court decision on uh, LGBTQ workers, like uh, that, um, that's that's big. That's big because like considering yeah. considering the makeup of the Supreme Court right now, you would have never thought that would have happened. Six is a six three decision, and um, yeah, like nobody wants to be discriminated against regardless of your orientation. Gender, identity, none of that shit. You know, race, none of that. So, for them to to get that, because of course they are are us. You know, that there's black people with that, people of color. Like, there's there's a lot of overlap with that. So, uh, all black lives yeah, matter. Like that, that's that's the new that's the thing that that's really come out of all this. That all black lives matter because. For That's those right. of you who don't know, the average life span of a black trans is thirty. That's thirty-five years old. That's that's yep. wild. But um, but yeah, and um, but yeah, uh, one one last thing. Be on the lookout for an article from the um, Athletic um, coming out probably next week or two about uh black soccer here in Atlanta. Uh, we were able to contribute to that. You know, give give our respective on things. So, you know, uh. We'll let y'all know when uh, when that comes out, and uh, uh, hopefully um, uh, the uh, the uh, 
uh, journalists that, that that wrote it, I will actually be able to have him on the show, uh, Felipe Cardenas. So uh, uh, definitely uh, shout out to him and everything. But that's really all of all I got here. Again, just um, Rashard Brooks, Aluatoya Salau, Robert Fuller, Malcolm Harsh. This, this is happening way too much now. Fucking way too much. Like I said, just one is too much because we still got Breonna Taylor. We still got Amada Aubrey. It's happening too damn much. But yes. Damn, I'm going to Amada Aubrey up. But yeah. It's crazy that's still pages now. I mean, but every every week when I go on my runs right now, like I'm thinking about how I'm on my runs because. I said, luckily, you know, I, I've been, of course, we've been out in the, in the, in the fry house. At least that area is is okay, but I, I don't trust that that main road. Yeah. Wait, oh, oh, let's talk about that. Wait, 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 wait. I know we're about to wrap up, but still, but you gotta yeah. remember. So I live right yeah. next to yeah. shooting range, oh, the po- shooting range. This is the police shooting range where county, city. Stay all the different police from various counties come here to practice. When I went on my run yesterday afternoon, I have heard more activity mm-hmm. than ever before. That's the shit that scares me because now in response, you're hearing more police practicing and training. Yeah. Let that marinate for a second. That's their response. That's what they choose to do to work on. And that's a shoot. I think the argument for that's their response is to that, shoot better. They're, they're making the arguments easier to defund. And yeah, if that's if that's their response, then they're they're pretty much digging their own grave there. But um plus I see all the different counties and cities uh marked police cars come by and drive by and are bruh it's it's, it's oh, the activity is higher than ever before man but yes make sure that you uh, catch us on the socials you can catch us on uh, Facebook Twitter Instagram where FTC UTD no hey it's okay you, you harmonize just fine <laughs> but um, but yeah uh, but um, but yes, catch catch uh, every new episode of the Florida Culture Podcast every Wednesday in your favorite podcast apps. I know it was late last week. Don't shoot me; it happens. But typically every Wednesday, you know, be on the lookout for our new stuff. The um, uh, check out the online shop. There is new merch on there. You already had the the women's uh, culture established tees. We also have the Legends of the Culture t shirts available now. Uh, we also we even got bands now. Got bands, bands make 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 them on curl and do all that shit. But um, hey, it's it's PG here. Bands Try make PG before we wrap bands up. Make <laughs> but uh, but yes, again, continue to be safe. Continue to look out for each other. Be smart out here because it it's 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 hot out here. But uh, for me, coach, for mayor, for pops, TK, can't wait to see the baby. But uh, the the culture's real, the culture's everywhere. We will see y'all soon, and we out.
See, he jealous because his skin is a curse. But what's worse is if I put it in the first, y'all will listen to some bullshit first. We ain't natural born killers. We are a spiritual people. God's chosen few. Think about the slave trade when they had folks with thousands of us on board and we still was praising the Lord. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But not niggas is ready to die over a coat. A necklace around your throat. That's bullshit. Black people, y'all better realize that we lose. You better goddamn fight and die if you got to to get your spirit and your mind back. And we got to do it together. Good and mob means the good die mostly over bullshit. You take one O away and it'll let you know that God is every man of blackness. The Lord has spoken to me and the children.